This is BT Techno, a regular podcast series for financial advisors wanting to remain at the forefront of strategy, regulatory and industry news. Hello everyone, my name is Matt Manning, Technical Service Consultant in the BT Technical Services team, a group of qualified individuals who can help you as advisors answer any advice technical related inquiries you may have. At this time of year, many are in the process of collating the information required to complete their tax return And for some, an important part of this is deciding whether to claim a deduction for a personal contribution to super, and if so, what amount. So whilst a bit of a dry topic, for those that are in this position, it's very important, as the rules for the order of the actions that need to be taken and the timeframes are rather rigid, and often a seemingly minor oversight can result in a client not being able to claim the desired amount as a deduction. Furthermore, Some oversights can result in not only losing the ability to claim a tax deduction, but can also cause the client to exceed their non-concessional cap or inadvertently trigger the non-concessional bring forward provision. This podcast will outline the relevant criteria for claiming a personal contribution as a tax deduction and help ensure clients receive the desired outcome. I'll cover some tips and common traps. Criterion number one, the contribution type and concessional cap. By definition, the only type of contribution an individual may claim as a tax deduction is a personal contribution. Other types of contributions, such as spouse, employer, etc., cannot be claimed by the individual as a tax deduction. As with concessional contributions from an employer, in order to avoid an excess contribution situation, personal contributions claimed as a tax deduction, plus, if applicable, other types of concessional contributions that the client is receiving must not exceed the concessional cap. This is currently $27,500, the same as it was for the 22-23 financial year that most current deductibility questions would relate to. The relevant concessional cap will be higher if the the client qualifies for the carry-forward concessional contributions. So I'd say the most common traps for this criterion is a client using the wrong BPAY code when making the contribution, and this can result in the fund treating as a contribution type other than a personal contribution. And the other trap being the client simply forgets to make the contributions during the financial year in which they're seeking the tax deduction. Criterion number two, the contribution standards. In order to be eligible to claim a deduction for a personal contribution, the client at the time of the contribution must either be age under 67 or age 67 to 74 inclusive and satisfy the work test of being gainfully employed for at least 40 hours over any consecutive 30-day period during the financial year in which the contribution occurs. Alternatively, they satisfy the criteria for the work test exemption. As some finer points for the age requirement, there's a small window of opportunity for a client who satisfies the other criteria to contribute after attaining age 75. This is within 28 days from the end of the month in which they attain age 75. So for an example, If a client attains age 75 on the 9th of August 2023, they'd have up until the 28th of September 2023. Those who are under age 18 at the end of the relevant financial year cannot claim a tax deduction for a personal contribution unless the income relates to carrying on a business or employment. As this work test declaration is now made as part of the tax return process rather than via the super fund receiving the contribution, One trap is not realising that the client is unable to claim a tax deduction due to not satisfying the work test until after the contributions and therefore the contribution will be assessed against the non-concessional cap which could cause an excess or inadvertently trigger the non-concessional bring forward.
Criterion number three, notice of intent. The client must submit the section 290 notice of intent within the required time frame and receive an acknowledgement from the super fund. The time frame is the earlier of when the client completes their tax return and the end of the following financial year. So for an example, contributions made during the 2022-23 financial year, the notice of intent must be submitted by the earlier of when they submit their 2022-23 tax return or 30 June 2024. Also, the super fund must continue to hold the contribution for a notice to be valid. So if between the time of the contribution and submitting the notice of intent, the client has performed a full rollover from the fund, made a full withdrawal, or commenced a pension with all or part of the account, they will be unable to claim any amount as a deduction. If between the time of the contribution and submitting the notice of intent, the client has performed a partial rollover from the fund, and this includes to pay insurance premiums for cover held by a different fund, or made a partial withdrawal, then the amount that they, of the contribution that they can claim as a tax deduction will reduce with the specifics being determined via formula. It's therefore important that in such scenarios that the order be contribution, then submit the notice of intent and have this acknowledged by the fund, and only then perform the rollover, withdrawal or pension commencement. Doing so in any other order is probably the biggest trap and usually results in the client not being able to claim their desired amount as a deduction. If the client subsequently wants to vary the amount they're claiming as a deduction on the notice of intent, they can submit an amended notice of intent, but they can only vary the amount downwards. The time frame and the fund holding the contribution requirements must be satisfied at the time of the amended notice is submitted. Also, as one final point on this criterion, the executor of an estate for a deceased client may submit a notice of intent on behalf of the deceased, subject to the aforementioned time frame and fund holding the contribution criteria. Criterion number four, accessible income. A deduction for a personal contribution to super is only valid to the extent that it can be used to offset accessible income. So notwithstanding it's not tax effective to reduce a client's taxable income below their effective tax rate threshold, if we try to do so and try and reduce the taxable income by zero, below zero, by a personal contribution claimed as a tax deduction, the portion of the deduction that would otherwise reduce the taxable income below zero is denied and they end up with a taxable income of zero. In such cases, that portion that's denied as a deduction becomes a non-concessional contribution for cap purposes. Where this occurs, that is the ATO denies a deduction, so long as the super fund still holds the contribution, the client can submit a very variation to the notice of intent to vary the deduction downwards and at least recoup the 15% contributions tax the fund has withheld. This is the only situation where a notice of intent can be varied outside the allowed time frame, but we can't actually preempt this outcome and has to wait until the ATO has actually denied the deduction. Criterion number five, tax return. The client must submit their individual tax return, and so long as the deduction is valid, the ATO will match their return with the super funds contribution reporting to ensure that the amount claimed as a deduction will count towards a concessional rather than non-concessional cap. Issues such as these are what our team love to discuss, not only in our fortnightly BT Academy webinar series, but also when we speak to advisors around strategy and legislation support when formulating advice for your clients. Don't forget you can watch our previous BT Academy episodes plus register for the upcoming live sessions which will allow you to participate in live polls, Q&A and discussion and you can do this by heading to www.bt.com.au professional 
and following the link to the BT Academy webinar series. Brian Asherton will be hosting our next fortnightly technical webinar on Wednesday the 16th of August at noon New South Wales time. This session title is Whatever It Takes, Ethically Of Course, and this session will explore a range of ethical scenarios through the use of case studies. In the meantime, if you have any technical questions, you can contact the BT Technical Services team on 1800 655 901 or by email to technical.btfinancialgroup.com. Thanks for joining me. Until next time, bye for now. BT Tech knows, and now you know. Join us next time to keep ahead of the curve for strategy, regulatory and industry news. This podcast has been developed for financial advisor use only and provides general information only. It does not take into account any particular individual's objectives, financial situations or needs.